Hello, everybody. Uh, Dr. Rick Wallace dropping in on you. Everybody is having an unbelievable start to your week. Everybody's preparing for Thanksgiving, those who celebrate it. Um, whether, you, whether you celebrate it or not, we're moving into a holiday uh, period where people get together, family get together. Do not uh, forsake the opportunity to fellowship with those you love. Do not forsake the opportunity to come together and commune. There's so much power in being able to socialize in an environment where there's love, uh, where there is concern and care. Don't allow yourself to be isolated because of differences. Uh, I encourage you uh, to make this a very joyous uh, time of the year for yourself. Uh, we focus so much on the negative that we don't get a chance to live life in the fullness. And what I can tell you is, despite all the crazy stuff that's going on out there, there's always some things to be thankful for. There's always some things uh, that you can be grateful for. Start to train yourself to look for the things that you're grateful for. Start to train yourself to be thankful. Start to train yourself to be optimistic and hopeful. In doing so, you literally change the atmosphere in which you operate. And when you change the atmosphere, you change the energy. And when you change the energy, you change what you draw to you. It's so important that we find ways to immerse ourselves in the positive in life. It doesn't mean bury your head in the sand. It doesn't mean that you ignore your situations. It means that you've got to learn how to elevate your level of perspective, your level of thinking, your level of how you navigate and maneuver in situations. It is immensely important that you do that. Look, I'm not going to be long today. I just want to talk to you because see, I know what it's like to go through some things. I know what it's like to feel lost. I know what it's like to feel alone. I know what it's like to feel like the world, uh, the weight of the world is on your shoulders. I know what it feels like to feel like everybody is um, counting on you, but you don't have anyone to count on. Uh, I haven't been there in a while, but I know what it feels like. Now, this is a, a, a real difficult time for me every year. But I learned how to immerse myself in those things that I have to be grateful for. I learned how to immerse myself into my idea of promise. I learned how to immerse myself in something that gave me power. Uh, the reason that this is a bad time for me is I lost my father, well, who was my biological great-grandfather, but my adopted, legally adopted father. I lost him in 1992 on Thanksgiving Day. And so this this week is normally real challenging uh, for me. And then his his he and my great grandmother's wedding anniversary uh, is on the 18th of next month. And uh, the way that I countered that tough feeling is I married my wife on the 18th of December. Uh, so that became a positive uh moment in my life once again. So we did that. But th this week is tough. But I, what I tell you is what I what I learned is I learned to appreciate life uh, through the lens of what he was able to give me before he left. And it's that 
I, because of what he was able to pour into me, I've been able to do some exceptional and extraordinary things in this world that not only was good for me, but impacted the lives of so many other people. And it started with the way that he molded and shaped me as a man. And so he still lives through me. And so I find a way to find joy in that so that I'm not so down because it was devastating losing him because he was that guy to me. And, and so uh, what I want to talk to you about real briefly here is those moments in life where you feel lost, those moments in life where you're overwhelmed, those moments in life where it doesn't seem like there's an answer, you don't know which way to turn, and there's nobody that seems to be able to be in a position to give you guidance, to give you uh, advice, to, uh, uh, to present to you wisdom or support, and so you feel alone. Let me tell you something those moments are going to come in life. The way that you confront them is so important because how you confront adversity is going to determine how you uh, come out and fare in this life. It's not in the circumvention of life's vicissitudes and trials and situations that you determine whether you're going to win or not. Nobody gets through life without challenges. Nobody gets through life without difficulty. Nobody gets through life without there being some challenges, without you having having to overcome some obstacles. So how do you determine who wins and who loses? It's how you respond to the challenge. See, some people get to the point of the challenge and they fold. Some people get to the point of the challenge and they give in. Some people get to the point of the challenge and they begin to lay down and, and, and wallow in their misery. I tell people all the time, you've heard me say this, that pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. Pain is what you're going to encounter in the disruptions of life. Suffering is choosing to sit there and wallow in it until it consumes you. You have a responsibility in this life to rise up and meet every challenge, to rise to the occasion and to walk through things. And, and become uh, something that you didn't even know was possible. See, there's greatness on the inside of every last person that I've ever met. But it's determined what, what determines whether you walk in greatness or not isn't this perfect laid out path. It's this determination that you have inside of you that says, I want it so bad that I'm not going to break. I want it so bad that I'm not going to fold. I want it so bad that I refuse to turn around. I'm trying to tell you that I've been through some things and it wasn't easy. I didn't win because it, somebody laid out a, 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 a purely laid and protected path. I won because I refused to quit. I looked at myself and say, you're still alive. If you're still alive, you still have purpose. If you're still breathing, you're still in the fight. Stand up, square your shoulders, look in the mirror and tell yourself you're built for it. And I said, you're built for this. You don't know how many times I didn't have the answer to all of the equations and questions and challenges that I were facing at a moment. But what I did is I had this unyielding understanding about my purpose. I'm here to do some things. I'm here to touch lives. If I'm still breathing, then my fight is not over. If I'm still breathing, my purpose is not yet fulfilled. If I'm still breathing, there's something left. And I refuse to quit. I refuse to give in. So I hold my position until I can recalibrate and gain an understanding of where I'm at and what direction I'm supposed to be headed in. And, and when I slow down, guess what happens? When I make up in my mind, look, I don't know what's 
going on. I don't know the answer yet, but when I make up in my mind that I'm not yielding, when I make up in my mind that I'm not folding, when I make up in my mind that I'm trusting the design of the Almighty that's placed on my 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 being and my the purpose of my life, that somehow I'm coming out of it. When I make up in my mind, I begin to calm down. And the more I calm down, the more I'm able to receive revelation and and receive ideas and things that are planted deeper than what can be done through audible. Sometimes you don't need to be talking to somebody else. Sometimes you need to be sitting in the presence of God. However you see God, however you work with God, I'm not here to tell you that, but I'm telling you, you got to have something that you can connect to that's greater than you, or you're going to always run into situations that will cause you to fold. But when you have a purpose that's bigger than the moment, when you have a God that's bigger than anything, when you have an idea that says, I'm going to make it through no matter how difficult the situation, and you sit there and you hold your position, one thing after another starts to fall in line. Now you got to put in the work, but all of a sudden what seemed impossible is no longer impossible. Muhammad Ali once said, and I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to misquote him, but he said impossible is just a big word used by small men who are afraid to go into a world and, and use the power that they have to change things. Said He ultimately ended up saying impossible is simply a notion. It's nothing. And, 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 and that's the thing. We are living a life now in 2021 that uh, provides us and offers us some unbelievable uh, comforts and conveniences that are the product of the minds of people who believed in the impossible. The very cell phone you have is a full-fledged computer that you carry in your pocket that not only allows you to do almost anything that you can do with your laptop or desktop, but you can phone call someone with no wires, no connections. Somebody thought that in their mind. And somebody told them, you've got to be crazy. We jump on planes and travel around the world consistently without giving it a second thought. But that was a point in time when uh, Orville and Wilbur uh, Wright were, were told they were crazy to think that they could design a machine that would fly and humans could be in it. And yet, here we are because the impossible became possible. I don't care what it is that you're facing, what you're going through, that if you stand still, hold your position, trust your design, trust that faith operates and moves the universe in your on your behalf and be willing to put it. Most people, though, most people don't want to go the distance. Most people don't want to endure the process. We we love to talk about the prize. We love to talk about the problem. We love to talk about the things we want. But when it's time to step into that process, when it's time to put in that work, when it's time to actually stand up and do something and, and go, the, go the distance in the ring of life, we balk on it because it's not easy. 
we bark on it because sometimes it's painful. Sometimes you got to leave some people behind that you care about. Sometimes you got to be hard and true with yourself and you got to pick up and you got to literally relocate geographical, ge- geographically. Sometimes you got to sit up and face some hard truths about your past and work on yourself and, 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 and conduct some internal healing because there's some unaddressed trauma. Sometimes you're going to have to go through some things that, that just don't feel good, but you got to go through it in order to get to the other side. Will Smith said he believed that God placed everything worth having on the other side of fear. Well, I'll tell you that it's the same thing with pain. It's on the other side of the pain that you get all the things that are worth having in this life. You don't get them with ease. They don't fall out of the sky into your lap. You've got to go through some things so that you develop the capacity to handle the blessing. If you can't develop the capacity, you won't. You, you, you're not going to be ready for it. That's why so many people who win the lottery go broke. Why? You got the blessing without the process. You got the blessing without developing the mindset. You got the blessing without developing the discipline. You got the blessing. And see, that's why there is a process that precedes the blessing. You've got to develop into the one that can not only create it, but you got to be developed into the one that can sustain it. A bunch of us are wishing for stuff we're not ready for because we haven't been through the process. Stop balking at the process. Stop balking at how different. I'm telling you, look at the people that you admire. Now go back before they walked into their glory and look at their process. Look at how much hard work they put in. Look at how many times they were told no. Look at how many times they set up and and, and had to start over. We live in a world that if you're not careful, they'll make you feel that success is an overnight endeavor, that you just flip on a switch and everything's great, that you just open up an account and you become an influencer, that you just sit up and you say the right things and write the right things and people pour in and support what you're doing. Then you find out that it's not that easy and you become discouraged and you get depressed and you get frustrated and then you start to give up. And before you know it, you've settled into a life of mediocrity and you've abandoned your quest for glory and greatness because they told you that being average was okay and it doesn't cost this much. But the creator didn't design you for average. The creator didn't design you to be mediocre. There's nothing about your design that just just study beyond what you see in basic biology. Start to study the human body. The more that I've studied the human body, the more that I got into epigenetics, the more that I got into the science of psychology, the more I got into really understanding how unique we are as individuals and the intricacies of who we are in in, in present form, in spirit and in energy and in mind concept. Do you realize you have inside of your a skull, a machine called the brain that is the most powerful supercomputer on the planet, has the ability to process four 
billion, 400 billion bits of information in a second. It records everything that it observes, whether it's noise, smell, sound, uh, 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 uh. Or visual, it records it. Even when you don't see it consciously, the subconscious is recording everything you scan across. It's placed inside of a memory. It's automatically categorized. And when you learn how to use it, you can pull on things that you didn't even know was in there because the brain records it all. The problem is with the brain is that the self, the self-talk that we use, the conscious engagements of life that we use to set our if our finite belief systems becomes the program and the software that this unbelievable supercomputer uses. And so we break down and we limit it to about three to 5% of what its capacity is at best. And we never truly optimize what it was really meant to do. We are supposed to be doing supernatural things and we are walking around meandering through the maze of mediocrity because it's easy. Oh, no, 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 no. It's time to get out of ease. Yeah, you're going to get lost sometimes. Yeah, you're going to feel abandoned sometimes. Yes, you're going to feel like no one knows or no one cares. Yes, but at some point you got to stand up and square your shoulders and hold your head up and look ahead and say, I'm built for this. Some point in life, you've got to get tired of being average. Some point in life, you've got to look at yourself and say, all of this intricate nature that was planted into me by the designer could not be for me to sit around here and bask in poverty, bask in mediocrity, bask in helplessness, bask in hopelessness. No, something inside of me has to emerge that's representative of the God that I say I believe in and the exceptional nature of my design. Something has to rise out of me. I'm standing right now today and I'm changing. I'm looking for something greater. I'm standing in something greater. I'm too choosing to walk in something greater. Well, you are going to have to make a decision that average isn't acceptable. You're going to have to make up in your mind that you're not going to be the result of simply existing, that you're not going to live your life on default, that you're going to activate your potential. You're going to actualize your potential. You're going to unleash the power in that potential, and you're going to access your promise. That's what you are put here to do. Somebody around you right now needs you to be greater than you are. It might be a mate, it might be a husband, it might be a, a, a wife, it might be a daughter, it might be a son, it might be a friend, a relative. Somebody is waiting on you to step into your greatness. They're observing you, they're watching you, they're determining how they're going to live their life by how you are facing the challenges in yours. You're going to have some difficult moments. You, you're not going to get past that. You're going to get some phone calls that are going, going to shake the very foundation of who you are. You're going to lose loved ones that have defined so much of who you are and where you come from. And, 
and you're going to have times when you start something and it seems like the whole world is against it. You're going to have times where your place of employment is no longer fulfilling and you don't know how you're going to make the next move, but that's not the end of the story. If you're still breathing, you're still in the fight. You, you got to learn how to wake up, prepare to step out into a world and shake the foundation of the world around you. That's the power you possess, but you've got to walk in it. That's the foundation of it. There's something on the inside of you yearning to get out. I'm going to tell you something. Um, there's this idea that sadness and depression comes from loss. Sometimes sadness and depression comes from a suppression of greatness. It's in there and it's yearning to get out and it can't. And it's pulling back in and it's pulling you in. It is pulling itself in and you are struggling with it. It's time to walk out of that. It's time to walk into the greatness. I challenge you to do so. On that note, look, I'm going to get out of here. I got a lot to do. This is what I'm going to leave you with. I have a bunch of things going on. Stay tuned because I guarantee it's something that, that can bless you. But right now, if you go in the description box, you're going to find that for those of you who are looking to create new streams of income, multiple streams of income, you're looking to try to get something started. And maybe you've heard a million times about online businesses. I've done it so many times. It's crazy. Uh, I want to share my success with you. I want to walk you through a process that it only takes seven days to go from idea to launching an online business. And you can do as little you can do it for nothing outside. You know, obviously you're going to have to come into the course, but um, if you want to throw a little something extra in there, it still won't take you to a hundred dollars to literally start this thing and get it going. I'm going to show you one by uh, step by step process in a two hour period. I'm going to show you a step by step process. We're going to do this on December the 4th, but you can enroll and register now uh, and get it at a get in at a discounted rate. But if you're really serious about doing this, and I'm not going to show you anything I haven't done more than once. This isn't something I read in a book. This is literally how when things went totally wrong for me and I had to start over. This is how I rebuilt my life online. I went from doing most of my business direct to doing it online. And I'm going to show you how to do this. I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm going to show you how. So. If you're really serious about starting your own business online for minimum startup and growing it rather, rather quickly. And again, there are no typical results. You know why there are no typical results? Because the results are going to be determined about how consistent you are, how hard you stay at it, how, how long you stay at it and how hard you work. Uh, I'm up every morning at four o'clock. So everything I invest myself in, I go hard in the paint for. I won't be in bed to have to 10 something tonight. And I'll do it. I do it. And I'm working going six, seven days, six minimum, and sometimes seven days a week because I'm building something that's greater than me. I'm building something for my family. I'm taking it to the next level. And there's always a new level for me. I'm never going to get to a place while I'm breathing that I'm satisfied doesn't mean I'm all dissatisfied or like whining or complaining. I've lived a great life, but I haven't scratched the surface. So why am I going to sit around? 
I want to share this with you. So it's in the description box. If you're serious about doing it, it's a great way to get started and actually uh, have the opportunity to make some extra money during the holiday period. Maybe re uh, offset some of that spending y'all out there doing for these kids that don't need all that stuff in the first place. But anyway, I'm, I, I, I digress. I'm out of here. Look, you guys have an unbelievable day. If you're serious about it, check me out. If not, share this video and encourage somebody because I guarantee you this is a real rough time of the year for people and they need to know that there's something better out there waiting on them. So I challenge you, click the like button, click the subscribe button and share it with somebody you know that needs their spirit lifted. And the ones of you that actually want to get something started click that link go sign up and let me holler at you on that note i'm out of here you guys have an unbelievable day